Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my amazing co-host, Wynne Morgan, who, for the second week in a row, has brought another topic to us, Wynne. This is amazing. That's what it takes to be called amazing by you. I need to do my homework and pre-thinking a lot more regularly. So now I know how to be called amazing by Kate Roberts. Have a topic. Topics are good and much appreciated. Well, thank you, my amazing co-host, Kate Roberts. Well, a lot of the times I've seen and heard people and read about this notion that happiness is a choice. So I thought that as an idea would be a fun thing for you and I to explore. So before we get to your opinion, your thoughts about it. Because you think I have an opinion? uh, I'm sure that you do when I know I do in my opinions. (laughs) The people that are saying this, why do they say that happiness is a choice? Well, you'd be asking the wrong person, but I ain't them. Well, I'm assuming that somehow you you actually ask them why they think that. Well, Or why that looks real to them. I don't ask them that. Because often I'm not in the direct conversation with them. Because if I was, I would ask them what they would. All right, so I've just gone around to probably. (laughs) We've never heard a good answer to that question. From someone who has said that, and and I can't remember, a, you know, a, a, a specific example where someone has set their stall out to say happiness is a choice, and then me to go, how come? I don't remember that being that blunt, which probably means it hasn't happened because I think I would remember that. What do you think the reasons would be if someone was to say that, or would make it look true to them? Well, I assume to a certain extent that the people who believe that have at some point felt like, felt as if they were completely powerless to whatever experience was happening. And then somewhere along the line has heard people say that, that happiness is a choice or some kind of positive thinking, right? That was really big, I think, for a long time was the idea of of picking your thoughts, like choosing positive thinking. 
even if you're saying it out loud, feels better. It feels better than absolutely being powerless to your experience. Because you think everything's outside in, right? I mean, a, a lot of people do. Most people, I think, probably do. That yeah. it looks very real that whatever's happening outside is the reason why you're having this experience in the first place. And so when you take back the reins, right? And you're like, oh no, I'm I'm choosing my happiness. I'm choosing positive thinking. This feels very powerful to me. And yes, it feels a lot better than feeling absolute power, I think. So to a certain extent, that feels a lot better. If if it's true that it's outside in. Well, to a certain extent, they would have to believe that, right? Like, so if you're completely powerless and everything's happening outside in, when all of a sudden you're like, no, no, I can, I can choose happiness. It's my choice. And that to me is, you know, how in a lot of circles, they talk about like a, an emotional scale like from low to high, right? And your emotional scale. Feeling like you have some sort of control over your feeling, your emotion, your experience that you're having, it feels a lot better than absolute powerlessness. I'm pretty sure complete powerlessness is at the very bottom of the emotional scale. Well, yeah, because then I get it. Now what you're saying, I think, but let's see if I do understand using my words it would make you a total victim of circumstance if you had no choice no control of what's happening out there is that what you mean yeah and i may not be able to control them and that and this thing right here but i can choose my happiness and that feels a lot better to me than got it yeah and so i think then if people believe that if that's you know that's the way this thing works it becomes true when they believe it. Yeah. It's absolutely true to them. Here's what I think though, right? Now this is not necessarily the, hey, before we hear your opinion when, right? I'm not gonna go as far as that right now. Oh, so wait, this is not your opinion. This is your opinion on why they think it? No, this oh. is a question to poke okay. at it. If it was true that happiness was a choice, how come we all aren't happy all the time? Because if it was a choice, in the same way as, you know, uh, do I have coffee or tea? And one of them was always happy and the other one was sad. Well, I'm pretty sure I would only have the one that was happy, not, not sad. Every time. So if happiness is a choice, how come we all aren't all happy all the time? would be my first question back and poking a hole in that. Now they might say back, well, win. Not everyone knows it's a choice. They might say that back to me. And I would say back to them, well, you know it's a choice. Or you think it's a choice. Are you always happy? I would say that to them. I don't know what they'd say back. You think happiness is a choice one? No. No, I don't. 
but I think there are times where it looks like it is. Or another way of saying it would be, there are times when I can notice that I have a choice in what I think. Not often, but there are times. Oh, I don't have to think that. Caught myself on Sunday, sitting in the garden going, and I started a little spiral, and I went, I don't have to do this. And then I, you know, went back to looking up at the sky and the clouds and sipping my tea. That, that was a choice in the moment. That's not all the time when it occurs to me that I have a choice. Actually, I think it might be true that I always do have a choice, but often I don't know it. Probably got an awful lot more choices than I might realize. I think got a lot more choices than I might realize. But I can't see a choice if I don't see a choice. I can't make myself see choice. I can't make myself be constantly happy. I can't make myself be constantly, you know, whatever, anything. But what I, what, what looks more real to me is that my ability to actually be at peace with all of it. That seems like a totally different game. A totally different life to be at peace with all of the the feelings that, and circumstances that life can throw at me. Now, I've not had all of life's circumstances. I'm incredibly privileged. So it's a very, you know, it's, it's, you could easily be seen as wins talking hollow rhetoric with that one. And you'd have a hell of a good point. But I've been miserable in spite of my privilege. I've met people who have got an awful lot less than me. I've dealt with very challenging circumstances who had more peace than I had until I learned a little bit about how the mind works. So when you brought up the topic, I didn't say anything. But this thing about choice has been pretty fresh for me, actually. And I haven't brought it up because it's still kind of rolling around, I guess. But I can tell you this. I've been through and sometimes still do. I actually do believe this now that I'm saying it out loud. If something feels and looks and seems absolutely real and true and you believe it 100% it's absolutely true for you it's actually real for you I'm not sure how much choice is involved now mm. everybody can say you have a choice right you can yeah. do this or you can do that but if it comes down to a specific moment and that looks like the only option and that looks very true to you. I'm not sure how much choice. You're going to go a certain way based on what looks true to you. What looks real. I mean, this is why people commit crimes. This is why 
we end up doing things to each other that later on we're like, oh my gosh, I, I have so much regret about that, right? Because in the moment it looked 100% real and true and like your only option. But this is the gift and the conversation we're having to me. Maybe the most beautiful part of this conversation is that when you when you start to see how we work, how our experience is inside out, for me, what I found is that the gift of the space between thinking a thought and believing it, and that gift is in that space for me, and one that I am forever changed and grateful for. Because it's in that space, I think, right now, the way that it looks is in that space is where choice begins. That's a great way of saying it. Lately, it seemed like choice. Lately. If I'm in something and it looks really real, and it feels really real. I still have enough of that space to know that whatever's showing up for me, like there's a background something that's saying, you're caught up. You know you're caught up. But if it looks real enough and it feels real enough, my choice, the only choice that I have in that, because of this gift, it's just to give myself permission to be where I'm at because it's not going to last because I'm going to find my way through it no matter what it is. That's my choice. Don't give yourself a hard time. Just rock it until it's done because you can't do anything else about it. It looks really real, but you know it's not. Maybe you don't make decisions right now or you don't have those conversations right now. Like there's a little bit of choice in that, but I still know it feels so real. I just need to write it. Just got to write it out until it's seen its way through. And then I will have clarity. And then I'll see more truth in it. You know what I mean? Like there's a little bit of choice in that. But then to your point, there are other times when I... I can follow like down the rabbit hole, like you said, or I have even more choice. And I'm like, I could, ah, I don't feel like it right now. Like there's a, a lot more choice when I'm not as caught up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a little bit like what choice is kind of looking like for me right now. Although I'm sure it'll change and evolve, but that's a little bit like, what I think. Well, that's reminded me of what I think about choice, and I hadn't. I am always. I like to suspend what I thought was real until you and I talk, right? Because I want to be open to seeing something fresh, which happens. It really happens. So here's what popped into my mind randomly: a cupcake celery sticks 
food. We talk about food an, every as episode. As an evening <laughs> snack, right? Okay. Absolutely a choice. Okay. Absolutely a choice between cupcake and celery sticks. <laughs> okay. I just saw the look on your face, and I want to know what that meant. I'm thinking of all of the people, including myself at times, where that didn't feel like a choice. Right. Yeah. Doesn't feel like a choice at times. Yeah. And it always is. It always is a choice. And sometimes it doesn't look like it. And believe me, I know that. The times it doesn't look like a choice. Now, I've chosen cupcakes on purpose because they're not really my thing. Oh, keeping so, a distance between your thing and this guy. Well, yeah. So let's see. No, it's ice caramel cream. Ice cream. Salted caramel ice cream. Right? And show. celery sticks. Now, I know, right? I mean, I love celery sticks. So I would choose celery sticks over cupcakes. That's kind of an easy one. Even if I'm in a low mood, I'll go cupcake. You kidding me? Salted caramel ice cream compared to celery sticks. Well, you know, I could actually eat the salted caramel ice cream with celery sticks. But let's not. I've never done that, by the way, just in case. In case you're wondering. But it would always be a choice, but sometimes it would not look or feel like one. I know. Or I, I have um, a thought that I'm not in charge of when it looks like a choice and when it doesn't look like a choice. I'm not the one pulling the strings on, can I see choice here? But I do, no I do notice that the more I understand a little bit as the years go by about how thought works and how real it can look and how enticing and seductive even it can make solid caramel ice cream seem to me, or many other things that I'm often tempted by, the more I see it, or it kind of looks like that space that you mentioned, which I loved how you said that. That space becomes available where it looks like there's some kind of, I do have some kind of say. I do have some kind of choice, but it still isn't on me. How much, how often it appears that there's choice. Another way of saying it would be, maybe there is always choice, but it doesn't always look like there is. You know, I wish I was, um, I wish I was kinder to myself in the moments where it doesn't look like a choice. After the fact, just wish I was kinder to myself about it. When I started to see, you know, the, the inside out nature of this, somehow in my mind, I'm like not allowed to be human anymore. Like I don't give myself permission for things not to look like a choice. I can be very hard on myself. Like I'm immune or something to my own humanity. Until that doesn't make sense anymore. 
And I'm guessing one day that won't make any more sense. And to your point, I don't think that's on me. Because I'm doing that too. Okay, so one question did pop up. If there's always a choice, but sometimes it doesn't look that way. Like your version of reality is that there is no choice. This is the only way. When it looks that way, is there really a choice? It's a heck of a question, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, but. Yeah. Can we see something that isn't visible? That'll be another way of saying it. Can I see something that's hidden? I mean, philosophically, and that's the question, right? Practically. Well, I come back to what you just said about being kinder mm. to ourselves, and you said being kinder to yourself. It doesn't make sense that I would give myself a hard time to a choice I couldn't see at the time. Now, it doesn't mean... So you and I know people who who go in and, and, and talk to um, offenders in the prison system in different parts of the world, right? Not condoning the behavior, but understanding what was behind it is very different. And there are, you know, people that, that you and I know and have talked with, and some of them have been guests on this podcast, that help the offenders by seeing their innocence as a human, but not seeing it's okay about what they did. There's a difference. Or another way of saying it, seeing the innocence and the humanity of human beings, not saying it's okay for all the horrible things that we do to each other and to the things. These are big questions, huh? It's great that we can talk about these big questions. And hopefully for you listening that you can, in your own mind, go there too. You know what I love about this as well? This gift? Is that, and this is still really new for me, but I've seen a little bit, enough to know that there is something truer beyond what I can see and hear and experience. Like way beyond what my very limited thinking will allow me to, to see and understand. There's something beyond that. And so I'm starting just to get a sense that when I don't see possibility, I'm caught up. Mm. But if I can only see one thing or one option, I am completely caught up because there's an infinite, there's an infinite intelligence 
that knows so much more than I could possibly know. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a dead giveaway that I'm caught up. That's beautiful, Kate. Because that takes the lack of choice in from being a, an enemy into an ally. The kindness of only seeing one choice says I'm caught up. How wise that is to notice that seeing one choice, one compelling thing means I am really in my head right now so I can only see one thing and the feeling of that is different from the wise idea that comes from the space that you mentioned the feeling is so different from that the compelling the compulsion to do one thing that feels very different and that can be an ally to give us the kind signal that I'm caught up right now not one to follow. The fact I only see one means not go there. <laughs> That's amazing, huh? So whenever it looks like I have no choice, it's cupcake. If that's what you see, when <laughs> Wait, I'm calling my head right now. I'm in my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> On, you know, many other ways that I have, and I'm sure many of us do, one choice looks like something that we kind of know in time that if we had done that thing, we'd regret it. We didn't do that thing. Even though the thought looked, it popped in from seemingly nowhere and it looked like it had a life of its own and looked very pervasive. Our discernment, not act on every thought we had, is a wonderful thing to notice. So that shows our capacity. Put it down. Allow for space to allow for a wiser notion, which might just be weight. You know what just popped into my mind? It's, it's easy to see that we as a human species are, insert word, second word is show, hyphen in between, starts with uh, show. It looks like we are horrible to each other, horrible to the planet, horrible to every other living thing and non-living thing and all that kind of stuff. It's very easy to see that. Given all the thoughts that 8 billion people might have today and all the ones that we didn't act on, maybe there's a bit more hope than I'd realize up until right now. There's a lot less people killing each other than the ones who are killing each other. There's an awful lot more kindness humanity towards themselves and each other going on then we see because that's not newsworthy human being wasn't hard on themselves today not going to be on the news 
human being has a really mean thought about what they might do to a colleague or their partner and didn't do it. Again, not going to be on the news, not going to be written in the papers or wherever else we get our news, online, digital media these days. It's easy to not see that. And there's billions more of that than the alternative. I hadn't realized that till right now. I hadn't seen it so clearly. So this is a, an interesting kind of way that this conversation has weaved from to what extent is happiness a choice. And yet that's the beauty of this conversation that you and I entertain all the time is how deep it can get into unknown directions, yet always potentially profound. So if I'm not seeing a choice, that's a gift telling me I'm really caught up. Beautiful, Kate. You know, the, um, and I can only speak for myself, but what just occurred to me when you were saying that about what's newsworthy that I think back sometimes on the moments in my life where it didn't seem like I had a choice. And yet, for whatever reason, I went another way. Mm. And I can't explain why. And it didn't feel like me, even though it was me. But when I look back on those moments, it's like I was visited by grace for whatever reason. And I feel deep gratitude for that. And I feel deep gratitude for these conversations with you, Win. So thank you. Thank you. And you know, that's 100% mutual. Right back at you, kid. Yeah. As I think I saw in a 1950s movie once, someone say that. Thanks, Kate. Please let us know your comments, your questions, your musings, your insights from, from today's episode. We'd love to hear from you. And if there's anything that you'd like us to explore in a future episode, again, please do let us know. You've been listening to this week's episode of Under the Noise with my amazing, still, co-host Kate Roberts and me, Wynne Morgan, and we'll see you very soon. Have a great week. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynne or Kate at win at uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.